Did I give permission to my friend? I think I did. Yeah. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Fucking, you know I hate that. Thank you, Dan. Just kidding. Did you hit record? Yeah. Oh, happy Cinco de Mayo, Rumi. Well, here's the problem with Cinco de Mayo, okay? Somebody's always got a problem. Now Greg's left. Greg's left. As soon as we start. And and why is Anthony leaving? Fuck you guys. Rumi's leaving. (laughs) <laughs> I'm back. I I, uh, I can always hear you. I'm always listening. I just had to close my door because I didn't want my bitch of a wife to hear what we talk about. Well, on my Nike Run Club app, it gave me an award. It said, "You new achievement unlocked. You ran on Cinco de Mayo." Except what? <laughs> bullshit. You ran on Cinco de Mayo. That's a bullshit achievement. That's a bullshit. I didn't even know. That's yeah, not an achievement. What do you mean, new achievement unlocked? Cinco de Trinco, man. That's yeah. what's up. No, that's true, man. There's a lot of temptation out there on Cinco de Mayo. So if you ran past it, kudos to you. <laughs> yeah. The fact hey, that you can yes. run and drink tequila at the same time. Yeah, man. A lot everywhere is offered a margarita now. The fact that you've been sober for so long and ran on Cinco de Mayo, damn, Brendan, you might receive two gold medals in the mail. Yeah, you should. From yours truly. <laughs> Guess what? I got my hands on a metal factory. <laughs> Yo, can we get Harumi to wear toupees now that he's got a bald head? <laughs> really funny to me. Money well spent, like Greg. Some real, we get him some real, like, old newscaster toupees. Oh, my That's God. That's funny, a guy with hair. If you're a guy with hair, then it's not a toupee. It's a wig, right? So do you think there's any bald guys who are just pretending they're real zany and into wigs, you know, like, yeah, ah, I'm wearing a different wig every day. I'm crazy Carl. And it's like, no, you're bald. That's those are two pays. <laughs> I think there is a difference between two pays and wigs. I think two pay is if you need it. And a wig is if you're a good time boy or a yeah. girl. Yeah. That's what I'm just saying. That's what Did I'm you? saying. Yeah. I'm having I'm a saying. Heart, yeah. Can I Look, say man, this? You're going to get funny Greg today, but you're also getting Greg who 70% of, his brain is telling them to put a bullet in his head. So you got two Gregs today. Let me, uh, let me, no, I have to yeah. jump you. I nope. have to jump you. Sorry. Because I'm, I'm, I'm jumping. Those two boys jumping okay, over each fine. other. Okay, fine. You jump me. Seesaw you game. You jump me. Go ahead. There's Anthony. a difference between wigs and toupees. Oh, that's what you want to talk about. <laughs> wigs. Not that your best friend just. I was jumping. Wigs are for hardened men and toupees are for a French ninny. Go ahead, Brendan. <laughs> You jumped me when I was addressing my friend's suicidal ideation to say a thing that was wrong, to say an I- incorrect fact. I, I, I jumped you to address my life. friend feeling 70% suicidal, and you said, I overjumped you, and here's something about the that's not thing. true. I, no. Here's something that you two ironed out three minutes ago. I wanted to <laughs> slam it shut. You're stupid. Stupid. Mm, that didn't work. Yeah. 76%. Let me tell you. Here's <laughs> the thing, Greg. Let me tell you something. As a guy who's been 100%. I've been 100%. I've been to the top hey, of I'm the, the Scotty. Baby. I'm the skinny, Scotty Pippen of suicidal ideation. <laughs> yeah. I've been to 100% uh, twice according to my therapist, which that's a weird argument to have, whether you tried to kill yourself once or twice. And we argue about it all the time. But anyway, that's here's hilarious. the thing, man. It's fine to have those feelings. You just have to have a plan in place 
as to how not to do it, who to contact, how to, what makes you feel better. Sometimes it might just be, you know what? I don't need to be productive. I'm going to play Zelda, whatever that may be. Does it make you feel better to exercise? Does it make you feel better to call Anthony? Whatever mm -hmm. it is. Yeah, but Anthony won't take my calls. That's the problem. That's what's up. That's how you grow stronger. <laughs> Friends, That's the thing. Also, I just have a cup of coffee and I feel better. But it's, it's like I feel bad even saying it. But there's, a, there's the guy talking. What did you say, Anthony, that you're so excited to talk today? <laughs> <laughs> Friends come and go. Banners are forever. So when Wait. you don't want to put in that work, you, you're wrong. Wait, what's forever? Man, I only picked up about three manners. words. Yeah, what's forever? Well, manners are also forever. That's a, that's a good saying as well. Friends come and go. The banners and manners are forever. The banners? banners? banner? They hang in the rafters in a stadium. And they retire your number. Are you exactly, talking about man. me being the Scotty Pippen of suicidal ideation? No, I'm past that. I laughed at that, though. Um, what I'm saying is that you need to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and get to work. Don't feel sorry for yourself. What does this have to do with the banner? <laughs> sorry, Where's the girl. banner? He's not in a, a line of work where we're rewarded with banners. <laughs> no, there's invisible banners, but they hang the same. Mm -hmm. um, what I'm saying, Greg, is that I'm going to come over later and I'm going to work you out. Oh, all right. I got, um, I've never been so attracted to couches before, you know, where it's like, man, that couch. I bet I could get a good thing going over there for the whole day. <laughs> That's you funny. Know? I just That's roll funny. over there, baby. So far, you, know? you guys have said two hilarious things that I think could be uh, stand-up bits someday. I don't care about stand-up bits. Great. I care at least neck through. Anyway, I got a personal trainer coming over today. Me? But I feel good. What are you guys doing? Not you. I got well, Roger, I'm... my main man Roger coming. I got Dude, back pain now. I got back problems. You got... Let me get it straight, man. You're going to have two trainers today because Roger's going to come over to work you out, but then I'm coming over for okay. an Anthony workout. Okay. That's and then fun. I'm going to give you a medal afterwards because I got all these fucking medals. <laughs> what happens What's if you buy a medal factory yeah, you, in the quarantine you, I bought a metal factory. Brendan, keep going. I think we were just talking at the same time there, but, like, it worked. You know? It, it, that wasn't an did. interrupt job. That was a well, two-man doing it. We're hauling oats. Two guys that hate each other off stage, but you bring us together on stage, and it's pure fucking magic. Not today. I, I don't you, like that joke today. I ever tell no, you that I don't hate you. I, I worked as a, I worked as a summer um, driving a Quaker truck. That summer, I was hauling oats. Oh. <laughs> That's what's up. So many words, even. We're left out Head of that punch. horrible joke. I worked in the summer. <laughs> I, I worked in the summer driving a Quaker truck. Haul it oats, man. What you haul it oats? Oh, man, <laughs> Got oats in the car. Man, I'm hauling oats. <laughs> yeah, I like to drive a truck with my little man in the back. Like, what, what you got in your when your tank? And then just you open it up and it's man eater. I haul actual oats. <laughs> I got oats. Do you back. think? He's squirming do around think, the truck. <laughs> do, do you think like a truck driver who uh, delivers oats for farmers likes to pick up women by being like, you know, I'm in hauling oats. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're like, what? And you're like, yeah, man, been in hauling oats for like 20 years now. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> Dude, oats is crazy. When we met him that time, he wouldn't stop talking about how he was a strap hanger, he kept saying. I don't know why he kept bringing it up. He's like, I'm one of you guys. I'm a strap hanger. 
And I kept saying, what are you talking about? And he's like, you know, there's straps in the subway. I'm a strap hanger. And I kept going, that's, that's not a thing, man. That's not a thing since the 50s. They don't have straps anymore. Like, they have yeah. straps. I take the one train up and down all day. Never have I met someone who was so disconnected yet trying so hard to be connected. <laughs> oh, they got rid of the straps in 1971 when people started lighting them on fire. Yeah, he's like, oh, my God, the subway you put in your gold coin? And then off you go, <laughs> wherever the wherever old lady train wants to take you. Man, they now, went too hard on Kuchuk. Who's that? Kukachuk. Kukachar? The Greek. The Croatian station. The Croatian man. Tony Kukachuk. They went too hard on him, man. You're 100% be, right. In the first game. He didn't deserve that. No, of course not. Dave that's why, mother that's why yeah, Jerry's a motherfucker. Sorry, I'm just saying that's why Jerry is a motherfucker. Because he made them hate Kukachuk. And that like, makes me sad because that guy was a hardworking man in the war. That's a hardworking man who is the Croatian war is taking down his family. And he says, my only escape is a basketball. And then you got Pippin trying to tuck, t- knock his lights out. True, man. You're Sorry, right. I don't know what we were talking about, but that's my mind got. No, it's fine. That's all I've been I'm, I'm about. loving this dynamic today. It's that Greg just goes anywhere he wants to take it whenever he wants. It's really no, I'm serious. I think that's it's usually what I do. True, <laughs> but I feel like today more than ever, man. It's just like fuck it. Yeah, when you want to kill yourself, uh, things uh, op- options open up. Yeah, not kill yourself. Point. I don't want to say I'm kill myself. I don't in, you know. Not disrespect to be man. Ex- in my experience. Options really narrowed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate to disagree with you, but the options really slimmed down to uh, die or get locked up. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. My suicide's different. It's just say whatever jokes you yeah. want because you're going to call out. Nobody was saying like you could probably you could probably go to Greece now. Uh, that was never on the table. Uh, uh, Kukachuk, man. How about that? Oh right? man, Kukoch. It was funny though <clears throat> watching them confidently say his name wrong. Yes. Even, like, no one knew at the time. <laughs> no was... one knew. They all said it wrong. They were like, and this, you know, it's not right. What they're they're really belittling Tony Kukak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get that Kukukachu guy going. He's uh, he's something. He's an all star out in the Europe. It was really funny too, and you could tell how nice of a guy Tony Kukoc is because he is from a war torn country, and all the while Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan making his life a living hell because Scotty is underpaid, and Jerry Krause had the nerve to sign this talented guy who's just like, yeah, I don't know, I lost half my family in May, but I guess it was okay that uh, Scotty kept punching me in the nuts during an Olympic game. Just because he wanted more money? We had to teach this guy a lesson. A lesson yeah, he hadn't learned fun. yet from his, his children being kidnapped and sold on, the, on a dirt street <laughs> yeah. in the back of an old truck. That wasn't hauling oats. That was hauling kidnapped children. Yeah, hauling kidneys. Yeah. This uh, podcast, the Rad Dude Cast, has officially become unlistenable unless you are up to date on the Jordan documentary. It is no longer right. uh, and what a surprise. It's all by the doing of Greg. You know what I, I mean? Know. This isn't because <laughs> of you or me. This is because of Greg. Yeah. Nobody saw it coming. <laughs> yeah. I like we are a last dance reaction podcast <laughs> that also veers off in other directions. Well I, I, I get so excited you guys don't get excited about these things because you're so used to them. Yes. And I'm Brendan not used to loving to basketball. 
No, I Brendan, know. But he lived it. True. Brendan, Brendan lived it, and so did I. And for you, this is the first time. So this is all new, and it's, it's, a, it's a wide, wide world, you know? You'd think that Brendan would be more interested in Kukachuk as his background <laughs> looks like uh, a Croatian backyard in the war. <laughs> I got my clothes hanging up. I got my clothes hanging up. Now you think Ron Harper cheats me at a charity golf event? You think I'm going to watch a goddamn documentary? Fuck you. Who's Ron Harper? Harper. Ron Harper. Ron Harper? Very close friend of Michael Jordan's. One of his few friends cheated me at a charity golf event. And he cheated you? He cheated Brad. That's right. I love this. My my favorite game on all of podcasting is this game. <laughs> try it. Let's try it. The game you know, where we're silent. What are we going to do? <laughs> wait till, let the person go, hold the door open, and then try to get in as fast as you can. Yeah. It really, everyone is like locked in that intersection where they're like, you go. No, you go. You're yes, like, that's what, for two months, everyone who's done a podcast has been doing. Um, yeah, he cheated Brendan. Greg, he's, he's only been interviewed um, a couple times during the documentary so far. So Greg doesn't yeah. have a grasp on him just yet. Brendan. No, 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 I don't. He, he's a pretty good guy until he cheated me in that charity golf event. Now, uh, Jordan famously... Um, and even more so as his career advanced, he did not really socialize very much. He had a very tight circle, and Ron Harper was part of that. And a lot of them were guys he knew from growing up. Like, he was not – he didn't have a, a – a, he didn't trust a lot of people. He was friends with Kobe Bryant, his little brother, as I thought that – let me tell you about this documentary. This is why you don't want to watch it, Brendan. It starts off as – Shout out to Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Interview with Kobe Bryant. You're like, oh, this is going to be a Jordan and his brotherhood with Kobe Bryant. And then they, they take three minutes and they never get back to him again for the entire documentary. And it becomes about Nike shoes. This director of this, this do, uh, commentary, what it, the director of this documentary is got uh, in his brain, if you opened it up, you'd find a can of spaghetti. Because the guy has to stay on track. You know what are extraordinarily valuable shoes that very very Nike few ones. people own uh um game worn jordan converses because mm. he his first season he had not signed with nike and he wore converse and so there are like a very limited number of game worn jordan converses floating around meaning and he wore them he actually wore well, that them seems like that'd be very rare to have sneakers yeah. he wore at all. Yeah, they're short. Well, it's rare but in even general, but even Jordan's, but Converse more so because like that he was a rookie. He was probably wearing like nowadays they get a new pair of shoes every game, you know, like unless it's a guy who likes a in. broken in. Well, I like a broken in pair. Here's the thing. I like here's a new what's interesting about what they're doing these days. Uh, you don't have to break in these shoes like you used to. Okay. They're, they're broken in right off rip. <laughs> Like a leather glove, they they put oil on it and then put it in the microwave. Well, they have people you can hire people to break in your shoes for you because you're too busy. I applied for that job and they said they they didn't like it because I said I didn't run fast enough. <laughs> I'm very fast. Well, you they didn't went, even trust me. They looked at me. I went. No, well, you I can went do this. <laughs> and they went. You don't run fast enough. I'm they knew right sure. away you're a rookie because that's a trick question. You don't 
as a shoebreaker and a professional, you don't wear them. You hit them around with a baseball bat. You drag them. You loosen. You punch them. You loosen them up. All this. You let cows lick them. Hey, so you. Oh, you just sneezed and we lost Brent. <laughs> that was incredible. Uh, Powerful sneeze. <laughs> you you let cows lick them so they can return to their leather roots. That sort of thing. I like it. Um, anyway, moving on. Oh my god. Moving on. I got a special text message that I need to um. Uh, I needed to read to you guys. It says, uh, oh, never mind. That wasn't for you. That was just for me. Okay, I have a pretty to? big announcement to make uh, uh, for all the listeners. Uh, this is a pretty big deal. Uh, next Monday, Harumi, can you get the date on next Monday for me? Uh, next Monday at 8.30. It's Monday Eastern, the 11th. The, Monday the 11th. At 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, which I think should give enough, uh, maybe some of our West Coast listeners can tune in. Uh, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, we will be doing a live Zoom Rad Dudecast. It will be the Tuesday free episode, but we'll be recording it live for you to participate in. Uh, we'll see. We're going to fucking go into it blind. I don't even know how it really works. I just know other podcasts are doing it. Uh, it will also probably stream on Greg's YouTube channel. But if you want to be involved in the live Zoom, uh, DM your email to uh, the Rad Dudecast Instagram. That's at Rad Dude. Is it at Rad Dudecast or at the Rad Dudecast? I don't know. Oh, oh. I don't know. Um, I think it's at Rad Dude Cast. Fig figure it out. But DM your email there if you want to be in on this. We're doing 8.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday the 11th, a live Zoom recording of the Rad Dude Cast, which will be the following day's episode. Uh, but we'd love you to have you there. So DM us your, um, your, your email if you want to be involved. Uh, we won't use your email for anything except uh, our mailing list. What, whatever we want to do with it. So we might just uh, email you as friends. We might sell it. I think Facebook does that. I I think you need a lot to sell no, them. But I, I'm no, I sell them. I sell them on the streets to people who walk by. I go, yo, man, you want to buy an email address? It ain't mine. You see, yeah. Whatever. Seven these are bucks. tough times, man. You can live in these shoes for a little bit. It's, <laughs> yeah, man. It, be stream router 99 for an hour and a half. That's fun. Like, you know, like Facebook sells Cambridge Analytica, like um, data on like millions and millions of people. It's fun to call them and just be like, hey, how much if I just tell you like what my girlfriend likes? Like, mm. do you do a one-off? Like, yeah, do is one. There any, yeah. Is there any money? Like, what if I just told you, like, mm. some foods my friend Anthony is into? Like, yeah. is it, what, do, what do you pay on that? He's a good serviceman. You become a middleman between Cambridge Analytica <laughs> and the source. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, you don't got to do all the prime. I did all the work for you. Yeah. yeah. You pay me. Yeah. Uh, also to be noodles. What's that do? My, whatever you want. It's also going to be on my... It's, <laughs> yeah, give me the ball. Throw it out the window. Uh... <laughs> that's uh it's also gonna be streaming live on my youtube channel greg f stone uh if you just type in greg stone comedy we'll get you there and then and if you just want to watch it live without being in the without being on you can watch it right is that okay guys Everyone yeah, give me a yeah bad I look. Think we're gonna try and do it every way possible and listen 
Greg is the top. Greg and Dan are top tech men. Uh, but this could all go to shit. But listen, you've been there with us before when things went to shit. Let's give it a shot. Let's, Let's go to shit together. Old, uh, one, two, try. It's like, you know, Anthony's been trying for 10 years to acquire a gold medal factory. And you know what? He failed and he failed and he failed and it didn't stop him. And now he's the proud owner of, of one of the, the world's fourth largest metal factory. Now, is it only gold or what are you doing over there? No, they, got, they do all kinds of metals. I'm glad you brought this up. I'm sitting on so many metals because this thing went under. I'm also thinking of acquiring J. Crew and Brooks Brothers because I think they're also going bankrupt. And I might get my greedy little paws on them. I'm... Uh, I'm seriously looking into it. Well, You're seriously gotta, looking into J. Crew, purchasing J. Crew. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, That's I'm right up your brand. <laughs> if the J. Crew people were like, all right, we're working for J. Crew, let me meet the owner, and they saw you, they'd kill themselves. They'd go, no, oh, this gross man who hasn't changed his shirt, I thought this was a hot suit store. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. I just, I, uh, if I can take the brand of J. Crew and Brooks Brothers, and apply it to the world we live in now and combine it with my metal factory acquisition, I think I could have, uh, I could have a real hit on my hands. Yeah, you get a guy in a suit with a, in a massage chair with a metal on. Those, that's what those things are. Those One are thing, I get so mad about business because, like, if you're a person and you go bankrupt, it's like, man, your credit's fucked. You're, the rest of your life is fucking difficult. If you're J. Crew and you go bankrupt, there's just still J. Crew. I yeah, don't yeah. understand. Like, it's like, yeah, fucking GM went bankrupt four times, you know? Like, Donald Trump went bankrupt three times. It's like, what is this? You just go bankrupt? You run out of money? Declare bankruptcy? Don't have to pay yeah. anyone. Like, I read J. Crew went bankrupt. Literally five minutes later, I got an email about a 30% off sale at J. Crew. I'm going, the nerve, you're, you're taking 30% off? You're yeah. bankrupt, motherfucker. 98% off. 98% off, you bankrupt piece I, of shit. I think they're going to go the opposite and go, no, uh, our prices are uh, 200% more now. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, we, when the Radu cast was running into money hard times, we were like, we're adding episodes added more money when j crew has hard times like 10 percent off no also real quick before i get to you anthony everyone subscribe to the patreon we got three levels of fun five fifteen ten dollars we're giving you four episodes a month it really is it's a it's a great deal you get a lot of funny and also you keep me from uh you know you keep me away from the scissors the scissors that i'm gonna put into my face anyway anthony.com <laughs> slash rad dudecast greg real quick before we flow over to anthony don't try it with scissors to the face. You're just going to mangle yourself. Yeah, but then that's a whole new look, you know, and a whole new life. Maybe I'll get a TV credit. The Mangled Man. <laughs> the Mangled Man. Anthony. Oh, now I've got two things. Um, with the scissors thing, I would dip them first in something that you really enjoy from life because then at the last minute, you get a waft of chocolate, and then you say to yourself, I love chocolate so much, I, I want to live. Well, then you're dead because you just put the scissors. You can't do this and then pull them back real quick. I say put it in a horse shit. They say as I'm sticking them in, I go, yeah, this wasn't a bad idea. The whole world is horse shit. I'm trying to keep you alive. We're, it's okay. We'll, we'll talk later. Once yeah. I work you out, you'll really get a new zest for life. Um, Don't you touch me. <laughs> I'm not going to touch you. My, I, my methods don't involve any touching. I, mm -hmm. I, I instruct from a perch on what to do. 
Now, can we get back to what I was going to say before this? What matters what it is. I don't know either, though. Um, what, <laughs> what were we talking about? It's a good battle to fight. What were we talking about? Jake Crew. Your metal Jay factory, Crew. Jake Jay Crew. Crew. Brooks yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know why clothes like Jake Crew, why don't they just put a sign that says how much the shirt costs, right? Because that's really what you want people to know is that you were rich right. enough to buy this item. So the right. new J. Crew line, it should, it should be marked up 98% and just yeah. go and be a normal sweater, but go, I bought, I bought this was $3,000 right across the collar. You, you and I talked about this years ago okay. as a fashion line. I'm not saying it was my idea, but we had yeah, the yeah. discussion of a shirt that said the $7,000 shirt. <laughs> yeah, I swear yeah, to God, it may yeah. have been a rad dude cast like merch Probably. option. Who the hell knows? But it's such a good idea. It's like, yeah, this is a $7,000 shirt. It's, that's how much you paid for it. That's how yeah. much your life is. I think just that's a great idea. Just to let people know how rich you are. It, just yeah. so they know, because they'll see it and they'll be like, ah, it's a J. Crew sweater. You sh- you but they need a- to know you bought this on a great markup. You should get a hat that has those digital things on it and it's constantly updating with your bank account. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like the stock market, you know, like yeah. 5,326, 127,000. It's just, just your, it's just your wealth on your hat. You'll get some Poonini for that. Uh, for sure. I still don't know if that, you know, all those numbers in Union Square. Yeah. The numbers of the building. I don't know if, if that's a clock or the national debt. There's a guy. Somebody, you know the guy? It's a clock. No, not a clock. There's a guy who will stand there. He's a homeless guy, and you give him a dollar. He tells you what the numbers are. But it's like the date, the thing, the this, and the NASDAQ, and the number. Yeah. It's like it's a bunch of different things. Harumi, do you know what they are? No, but it is actually – it's like the date but broken up in a weird way. Yeah, so it's a clock. It's like a yeah. crazy clock that's, that does like the full – because I always thought it was the national debt. So for those of you that don't know, there's this giant like um, LED – uh banner in union square that just has this like ever-changing number that's huge and i oh i always thought it was the national debt and yeah someone's like no that's a crazy clock it's like broken up into like atomic time or some shit with like the date year everything so now i don't know i think it might be both i think the national debt might be linked to this clock i think it's when jesus is coming back thursday yeah. That's why it just says Thursday. I always thought it was the temperature of the wealthiest man in the world. His hot body temperature. <laughs> yep. That's a very hot temperature. It's like 100 yeah. numbers. It's not a steaming <laughs> 98.6 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. But a winter sure. fresh mouth is much, much cooler. Sorry, you remember that commercial? It's in my head forever. Sorry, Anthony. But I had to no, finish. I, that's okay, man. Um, but, I, yeah, I would like to get into what I should do about this J. Crew and Brooks Brothers situation. What's- I've got a couple questions before you even get there, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, now, so you've acquired this metal One question, factory. by the way. You're getting one, and then I go, and then we'll do you again. <laughs> okay, that just seems fair. You're <laughs> <laughs> saying a bunch. <laughs> well, I'd like to delve it. If, if the man has acquired a metal factory. Yeah. And not not metal with a T, metal with a D, as far as I know, yeah. uh, which I didn't even know these things existed. Now, has the postponement possible cancellation of the Tokyo Summer Olympics, yes. how has that impacted business? Because well, I can but- only imagine these, unless you're doing like, are, uh, are you doing the true high-end gold, bronze, and silver medals, or are you doing like the kind of medal everyone gets after a 5K? 
Well, that's the that's just the thing, and I'm glad you brought that up. That's Thank well, you. that's how the acquisition all came to be is because they had these surplus of medals with nowhere to go, and they were going under because the Olympics uh, have been postponed. So they went to a first tier of investors, and all of them said, "What what do you want me to do with a metal factory?" But then they got down to like a tenth tier of investors, which is the tax bracket that I fall into. So I jumped at the chance when I got the email. Mm. So to answer your question, I have, I'm sitting on a bunch of gold, silver, and bronze medals for the 2020 games. And um, right now I've ceased production on any new medals because it wouldn't be cost effective. But I do have, uh, I have hundreds of medals that were supposed to be given out to um, athletes that I'll be giving out to whoever. Now I have a follow-up question, but as a fair man, fair as enough. a fair man, I was <laughs> good man instructions today. and I will follow them. Yeah. Greg? Now, this is a question that I, is really more advice that I'm going to disguise in a question as to not make you look dumb. Now, smart, Anthony. Thank you. Now, as a metal factory, as a metal factory owner, you yes. need to understand something. If you start giving these medals out willy-nilly, Sure. You're going to bring the price and value of a medal down, mm. right? So how do you anticipate, and call me Jesse, because Jesse always asks the best questions. If Very inside the Cuomo watchers. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, so how do you plan on anticipating the oversaturation of medals in the industry? Are you going to just be giving them to random things or great things? Because if you give them to everybody, then no one's going to care about a medal anymore, and no one's going to want to earn one. Jesse, this is such a great thing that you brought up. Uh, I had not thought about this until this second. Can I bring you on board? I'm not doing anything. It, this is perfect. Now, if you're on board, you cannot kill yourself. That's a, one of the... Or I get a rules. medal for the best kill of myself. Ah, that's true. No, I won't kill myself. Not kill my, it's not real. It's just, depre it's just not depression. It's just... Okay. But yes, I'll come on board. Okay. Um, but I want rare medals for things that everyone can do. You know what I mean? Okay. Like things that you can do that are great. Like, uh, you know, like if someone just like, like get this book of world records only for dumb shit, you know, like okay. you get a medal for just being the nicest guy today, but you only give out one every six months. Okay. So you're, so you're suggesting, cause, cause then I didn't have an answer to your question. So if you had an answer, I'd love to hear it. I've never been more confused in a ne communication. Never been more confused. He literally, <laughs> he did, Jesse did not ask a question. He, he gave you no. advice. No, no, no. I'm oh, going to my okay. question. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Uh, are you, because this is important, because it's going to determine whether or not you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> are, are you, have you acquired this metal factory as a uh, money-making endeavor? In, in, in other words, do you intend to get return on your investment, or are you simply out of the goodness of your heart acquired a metal factory and are now giving people medals? Uh, that's a, that's a, a twofold. Um, okay. So I, I initially looked at it um, as a, as a moneymaker, but okay. as I acquired the factory, I saw the need for people to appreciate what they're accomplishing in everyday life. So I've worked backwards, but I would not like to lose a ton of money on this as I would also like to acquire J. Crew and Brooks Brothers. And I'm looking into that. Great. Okay. 
I've got some advice then, and Perfect. maybe Jesse can chime in as now a partner and see what she yeah. thinks. Um, he, I don't. Come on, bro. We see gender now. <laughs> uh, Jesse's a blonde-haired boy who sits in the front. Uh, now, uh, <laughs> possible solution to your dilemma that could lead to you owning J. Crew and Brooks Brothers. Okay. Now, yes, the market for medals, for high-end Olympic medals, right? For pure gold, pure silver, and pure bronze medals is probably not soaring at the moment. I, I, I grant you that. What if you take – what's your current inventory? What are you looking at? How many medals are you sitting on? 100 over 20. 100 over 20. That's a 100 over 20. So five. five. So you've got five medals. <laughs> How did you guys figure that out? I don't even know what it means. 100 over 100 20. Divided <laughs> yeah, by 20. Well, I've, got five, I've got five medals I'm, I, in my house now. I'm getting more as they come in. See, Never I think 100 mind. over 20 is 100 <laughs> medals in 20 boxes. Oh, see, I think of it as the fraction 100 over 20, which is five. Well, but whatever it is. I've already I'm, committed to this five idea, even though now hearing yours, it's more fun. But I, I, I can't go back on five. That's fair. I, I thought you were had in the hundreds of thousands of medals. I, I re retract all of my well, questions. I don't give a shit no, for this horse shit five medal operation. Uh, seven, seven, no, I technically do. I just have five right now. Yeah, is uh, the machine going? What? Yes, you don't sir. got the machine going. Well, yeah, the machine. Or I can't even afford to get the machine up and running. I have more at the warehouse at the factory so far, they've only given me five as a lot of workers, a lot of drivers have been laid off. So they can only Furloughed. carry five at a time. Oh, but they are at the factory. Because yes. I was going to say, you can't call yourself a, a metal company if Michael Phelps has way more medals than you do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, Jackie uh, Joyner Kersey. Yeah, yeah. I have more. I have more. They're just at the factory in my apartment as we speak. I only have five medals, and they okay. are for specific events. So I'm working on either fitting them into somehow into people's lives, or you know, etching them off. Can I give you a? Oh, go ahead. Uh, are you Jesse or Greg? No, uh, Jesse. But you go ahead. I, I can. This can go after. Well, one thing I was going to say is, as you are a 10th tier investor and new to the business world, a tip I could give you is oftentimes companies, the CEO of a company does not count his inventory as only those products which he has in his own home. Mm -hmm. uh, in other words, the the CEO of J. Crew is not saying, how many pants do we have in stock? Honey? Uh, can you go to my dresser? <laughs> yeah. Six <laughs> pairs. Well worn. Now the dryer's running, so a few more maybe. <laughs> yeah. This is great. I'm a first-time business owner. This is great yeah. advice. And now, but, Anthony, go ahead. Sorry. No, I cut you off. You, we're going by the turn system, and I'm fucking it up. Check this, man. Check, check, check this, Anthony. As a new business, as a partner in your company, I got to tell you, man, don't be tempted. You fucking listen to me on this one, okay? Don't you me. dare be tempted to give J. Crew a medal before we buy them, okay? Yeah. I yeah. say you give everyone medals around them so they feel a lower value of themselves so we can swoop in and pay less. If you go and give them a gold medal, they're going to upcharge us for the company. Think about it. We're gold medal winning J. Crew. I said, no, 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 no. Everyone else in the mall is Claire's, 
the guy who sells a neck pill that's warm and he's really fucking aggressive about it. Uh, <laughs> the cookie store, Mrs. Cookie Face. Uh, we give them all medals and be like, you're the only non-medal winning place in this mall. We'll purchase you for less. Negging. You're negging J. Crew. Negging. I like that. I Smart. love this. So okay, how about this for a business plan? Can I bring you in as well? Me? No, Jesse, you're already in. You're one of the senior advisors. Brendan, <laughs> can I also bring you in as well on a consultant you, level? You can, but I have a controversial suggestion that I don't know is going to fly. Because you, both you and Jesse are purists. I understand you got into the business because you are in the business of rewarding people. Mm. I understand that. You are in the business of, of, yeah. of doling out accolades but given the current circumstances my advice would be to take 20 percent of your current inventory okay right those are your medals to give out those are mm -hmm. you, that's what that's how you're making good that's how you're getting the people on your side mm -hmm. 80 percent, anthony you melt it down you melt them down uh -huh. because there might not be a market for metals but there's always a market for gold Okay. Oh, the, uh, I, okay. Coronavirus or not? Yeah. Hey, make a gold mask. You know, there's some Saudi Arabians that are going to be all over that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're saying to melt down the metal and turn this into a business that's more appropriate for the times? Yeah. It's just there's no value in metals because they're often given away for free. In fact, a metal <laughs> that is bought is really a shitty thing. You know what I mean? If you, if you buy a gold medal, you're really an asshole. Yeah, uh, it's like someone who pays for their own special and puts it on, and puts it on uh, Hulu. Well, not Hulu. Yeah. Prime. Uh, now, uh, Brendan, Anthony, let me tell you this. I yeah. have another suggestion on someone we could bring in. For negotiating, look, I'm not the master negotiator, and I know Brendan might also be a good negotiator, but who we need to bring in for negotiations is my man, main man, Dan Harumi. Here's sure. why. When, they, when they're sitting at the desk and they're like, we want a million dollars, I'm going to buckle, right? Brendan might buckle. Well, Harumi's stone will and stone face has, you see no emotion, and all he'll do is go, we want it for a million. You're going to hear, he'll play his tune, and then we get more money. This guy is a rock. Look, look at him. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'd love to bring in Harumi. I just didn't know if he was tied up in a See? That's high-tech negotiations. Wasn't sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure if he was tied up in other affairs. I know he's got a couple things cooking on his own. I didn't know <laughs> if he could to juggle mention, Not to mention, I double down on what Jesse said. Because Harumi, as long as you don't speak, the Japanese are have traditionally uh, uh, very difficult to understand um, business traditions and, and honors. Like my, uh, when my dad, my dad was telling me, he had a, he had a, he had a Japanese yeah, client, room, a, a, a big, a big Japanese client. And uh, they had, they brought in a consultant to like teach them about how, how like Japanese business customs. Right. And uh, the consultant, uh, told my dad that uh a good gift would be a thousand golf balls and uh so then uh <laughs> so that yeah that's what this uh, consult this consultant was some kind of fraud 
My dad gives the Japanese guys a thousand golf balls. They're fucking confused. They don't know. They think there's a golf outing happening now. They think they're going golfing. Nobody's going golfing. They just got a thousand golf balls uh, with my God dad's bless. law firm's name on them. They, 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 they didn't get the client, you know? So it's, it's and they lost guys, the golf balls. And they lost a thousand, a thousand golf balls. I see through this. This is why I'm a scam man. That consultant worked for the Japanese group because that Japanese group said, how are we going to get some golf balls for next week's game? And the consultant said, I'm going to go to some other company, this Vietnam uh, veteran. (laughs) We're going to take advantage of this vet and we're going to get these golf balls for free. And then Bafangul, as the Italians say, everyone. It was either, it was clearly either that or he just works at the golf ball factory. And it's going, just going around everyone. He just, he'll consult with everyone. Oh, you want to do business with the Croatians? 12,000 golf balls. That's what, that's their price. Look at this. Look at this. Do you see what's here? Do you see what's happening here? All ideas becoming one. We bring in a consultant to go to an Iraqi business. Yes. And we tell them they need to buy medals <laughs> to yeah, give the, Americans love medals. If they want to, yes. if they want to close the deal with uh, Wilman, Wilman and Thatcher or whatever, they need to buy over 100 medals from Anthony DeVito Incorporated. You must present anyone. The uh, standard of an American corporation is to do business with them. You must honorifically present the 100 top executives with a gold medal the, and every secretary within the building must receive a bronze medal as well. Mm-hmm. I have no problems doing a business deal with the Iraqis. If it means uh, stimulating <laughs> the American economy, you know, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. We should give homeless people medals, like all bronze medals. You know, yours, a medal. <laughs> Room for improvement. Yeah. Well, hey, you can work your way up to silver and get it home. So I'm, I'm glad you guys, uh, this is a great, this is a better direction to turn, I think, the business into. Because uh, my idea prior to this, and let me know, know what you think about this. My idea was to set up this gold medal dinner. And that would be where every gold medalist throughout history's past, you could meet for dinner once a year. So if you're someone who bought one of my gold medals, you could now sit down and share chicken with, with Usain Bolt. As long as Jay Crew's not there, I think it's a great idea. Um. Yeah, okay, great. Thank you, Jesse. Well, no, because you know we're trying to buy J. Crew. No, I know, yes. but this would give us the this would give us the money to then buy J. Crew. Because then at the dinner we could be at the dinner and we would collect. We'd be take, like, are you I, are you enjoying this? Can I take a pause real quick? Yeah. And I just want to just step outside and break the fourth wall and just foresee the conversation I have to have with new fans who say, "What is your podcast about?" Well, in the last one we talked about how we wanted to buy J. Crew. <laughs> Uh, with a gold medal factory. I don't know. Just listen to it, I guess. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. What the hell are we talking about? What the hell is this Shark Tank? <laughs> it's also... It's also, what the hell is this podcast about? I bought a metal factory. We're trying to figure out what to do with these things. It's simple. Right, it's hopefully we can use the profits to buy Jake Crew and Brooks Brothers. It's the craziest oh, shit I've ever heard. What the hell are we talking about? I love it. It's the funniest, but what the fuck are we talking about? I'll continue to play the game, Anthony. And back. That's... That is preposterous. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's preposterous? So, what's preposterous is the gold medal dinner. You think Why? you're going to come out on top by 
selling a gold medal to someone and then you somehow you think every gold medalist in the history of the world is just going to agree to come to your dinner for free those well, people those people have appearance feeds man and they're this, more than a gold medal's worth this is how magnesium mm. got their start do you guys remember magnesium it was that metal credit card that the fire the fire the fire party guy had and his whole thing about his credit card was if you have this credit card you can come to the loft and hang out with us <laughs> yeah yes this is very much a fire festival strategy the and usain the Bolt, elite only yeah simone biles all these people they can sit in their homes and they can zoom with these other newly acquired gold medalists and they can gold talk medalists to them. only want to talk to gold medalists and that's exactly. who we're supporting mm. you yes. know what i mean yeah you so, know and we put you in tears seven o'clock is bronze zoom eight o'clock zoom is silver and then nine o'clock prime time hour that's when all the gold medalists can talk to each other yeah it makes sense to me and we act as basically we're a middleman that's connecting these new gold medalists with gold medalists of the old <laughs> yeah the only fucking and homeless who's... people from the... <laughs> yeah well the homeless people that are lucky enough to get a bronze sorry, you're sorry. A computer the only fucking guy that's showing up to your dinner is greg luganis that guy's got nothing to do he died of aids there. no he didn't greg luganis died of aids he had AIDS. I think he's still alive. Did no, he, he did a diving board accident and smashed his face and died. I know well, all the information on all the Gregs because I'm part of the was, Greg crew. What was pretty controversial about that at the time is no one knew he had AIDS and he didn't tell anyone, which is fine. What we know medically now, a, a blood in a chlor chlorinated pool is yeah, going to give anyone HIV. But he knew it and didn't. nobody else knew it. So that was a pretty – people oh, were kind of mad when that came out. But is he dead? I'm pretty sure he died in a diving accident. What'd you say, Tarumi? No, 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 no. You don't have an answer, or no, he's not. No, dead? no he's not dead. He's he's uh, doing good. I yeah, think. Yeah, Gregory I think he's Hines. Doing good. Gregory Hines is dead. Greg, let me ask scared. you. Can I ask you a Greg question? Because I'm sick of this fucking metal factory. Uh, can I ask you a personal sure. Greg question? That was so sure. mean. How do? How? <laughs> I'm sorry. I I do. I liked the metal factory, Anthony. Yeah, that was, was one of the classic bits. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic <laughs> bit. How do standard Gregs feel about 3G Gregs? And first of all, shout out to you for knowing it's 3Gs, not two. These idiots who only count the, I know. the G, I they know. go. I, I spell with two Gs. Well, then that's G R E G, dummy. No, yeah, two yeah. G R E G G. Well, you're forgetting about that's like the old retard test you take when you were a kid. Make one take retard test. Am I touching you? But you're grabbing their arm and you're like, yeah, you're touching me, man. Three G's. Yes. Um, Anthony, you don't remember that? No. Go, do no. You take, they would go. Do you want to take that. a? Yeah. I they don't remember me calling the old retard test. They swear to God, this is the thing when you were a kid. You times. Go, do you, it was a different time. I'm, I'm referring <laughs> to the past. They said you want to take a retard test and they grab your hand with one hand and put their other hand on top of your hand. And they would say, am I touching you? And because they're not touching you with this hand, they would go, you'd say no. And then you go, well, I'm touching you with this hand. Turns out you're retarded. That was the retarded <laughs> test. I still don't get and it. Still, uh, stranger days. I'll go with it. But that's still, well, it and the worst sense. part about it, because I do remember that. And the worst part about it was then you had to go live in a home. Yeah, they take you. They take was, you from your parents. Yeah, it was enforceable. It was legal. It yeah. was this guy is this guy's not up to snuff. He said, put him in the uh, old old Ballymore or wherever Dude, they were keeping him. Anthony, you remember when you were kids? They'd all have all these different types of like quizzes and riddles that someone would come up to you and go, "You want to take a retarded test?" And they'd be like, "All right, uh, three lambs." Well, they you know, and it would just like they'd ask you a riddle, and if you didn't get it right, 
they'd be like, well, you're retarded. No, that's like a thing kids would say. uh, I never, they would have us drink a potion and then the headmaster would examine our poop. I don't know what to do with that, man. (laughs) What? (laughs) That was how we tested. We would drink a special potion and then a potion. Yep. (laughs) And a headmaster. You went to school. Is this Hogwarts or what? uh, What are you doing? I went to Brookdale Brookdale School in Bloomfield, and And um, we had a headmaster. We had a headmaster. Well, the the, well the headmaster was uh, different. The principal handled all school affairs, and the headmaster handled all, um, I guess, social affairs. So um, the headmaster, you would drink this potion. And then you would, and the, the first movement of each child, the headmaster would come in and examine the poop. And based on what it found inside, it would deem you uh, mentally challenged or not. Yeah. Hmm. All right. We had, I'm going to come back to that. I want to tell you a story. I tell you a story. Different times. <laughs> different times. We used to have this school. I used to walk home from the high school, and there was this big building. And I used to walk with this kid, Tremaine. And he, I don't know why it always made me laugh. Because uh, he would go, I was like, what the fuck is that building? And he was like, oh, that's Xavier's Institute for Gifted Youngsters. <laughs> and he used to call it, he used to call that's the X, that's what the X-Men were, right? But it was all just, here's a handicap school. It's all the handicap kids. Oh, and nice then they one. came out and I started laughing because I was like, ah, oh, it's fucked up. It's really funny. But as the joke, we're like, yo, you want to go talk to the X-Men? So we would go to the fence and we would talk to these handicap kids. And then we started to like them and we all became friends. And then we told them about the X-Men thing and they loved it. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. Like, oh, it's Institute of Gifted Youngsters, and they were like, hey. and we would see them every day. So it turned out as like a beginning of a joke, of like a mean joke between me and my friend, and then uh, turned out to like, oh, we made all these friends with these guys. One of them was, just, one of them was, you know, one of them was just, you know, they had that one guy who was like forty, and he's he's with it, but he's just he's just like a killer. Mm. It's like I think he like pleaded insanity, you know, on some like murder case, and they were right. like, well, all right, you got to go live in that school. Like that's how he got off, but he was just like yeah. a psycho. That guy, he looked like Vanilla Ice. Remember him, Anthony? He would go to our school too sometimes. <laughs> I know it's some, but that's the tricky part about pleading insanity when you're not, is then you have to maintain insanity the rest of your life. Yeah, that's you the know? move. Well, oh. it's a weird thing. It's very hard to plead insanity. First of all, very hard they, because they they'll they'll like it it, it this, the standard you have to reach. It's not just like, like I couldn't plead insanity, even though I'm diagnosed with multiple mental illness. You have, you have to reach the standard of you're insane to the point of you are incapable of telling the difference between right and wrong. But if you could pull that fake off, it's great because once you're in for insanity, you just get out as soon as you're not insane. It's not like it's not like you're in the oh, mental wow. house. It's not mm. the same as a prison sentence. It's like hey, once he's sane, that guy can go. That's wow, cool. I wonder how they do the tests for insanity. I guess they watch the 2015 slam dunk contest, and then they, they look at Victor Oladipo's dunks versus other people's. And if you don't think Victor won, you're insane. I love. <laughs> uh, can I bring up something else? This is gonna make. <laughs> I you didn't even crack a smile. <laughs> I laughed. I thought that was hilarious. I, I know, I know. Brendan froze. No, no I was going to say that I was, I was waiting for a bit. I was going to do a bit where I was going to say that is exactly how they do it. But then uh, <laughs> I wanted to let my man go. 
Oh, yeah. sometimes, sometimes when I'm not laughing, it's not because I don't think it's funny. It's because I see my man's got something lined up <laughs> and I don't want to cut him down. So I say, let me hold in the laughter. I love what you said. I'm not going to tag it because my man's got something. Never hold it in. Just go. And then I'll run in. Greg did a fake laugh movement uh, for those of you just listening. Now he's giving me the wrap it up sign. No, that's not wrap it up. No, if you were a fan out. of Friday Night Greg, you'd know. Yeah, yeah, this is whip it out. You gotta whip it out. This is how you whip it. This is, <laughs> our, then, this is whip it. This is how, because Arsenio did this. Friday Night Greg does this. Just whip it. it is it like whip it pizza. out Wednesday type of thing? No, this is no. how you laugh. Like, you know, Arsenio? Whip it up a laugh, man. Ooh, ooh, Arsenio, they would do this, but Friday Night Greg does this. Yeah. Whip it up, baby. No, uh, that no. was... You gotta get your arm into it. That was a good hand. You're doing this, like a little Yeah, there you go, Brendan. Yeah, there you go. Go cra- you gotta go now crazy. Now it's whipping. Now you're whipping. <laughs> you gotta go crazy. Now you whipping. Whip um, it out Wednesday was wild. That people would just yeah. put a sticker on their car and think someone was gonna show them their tits. No one did, but they had fake no. callers calling in being like, <laughs> Yeah, I was on a highway and some some model showed me her tits. And you're yeah. like, Man, whip it out Wednesday, another success. Never <laughs> yeah. happened. That was, never that- happened. That was a great moment in comedy is knowing that every single radio call-in was not real. <laughs> Learning yeah. that as a comedian because you'd be asked to do these call-ins. So yeah. it was like, it just all wasn't real. It's, it, was, it was, I don't know, I found that to be very comforting, you know, because I thought the world was a mess according to the radio. Yeah, that was one of my jobs this last year. Right. Were you doing War of the Roses? I was doing something, yeah. For like, uh, yeah, I, I made like a few grand yeah. last year just doing fake, fake radio when, calls. When I was a kid, I just assumed the adult world was absolute chaos because of the radio. Because every single call-in was just like, my bitch of a wife, fuck <laughs> my gym person. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem, and I hate to rain on your parade. The adult world is pure chaos because- <laughs> Worse than sport- that. Because because sp- sports talk radio is not fake, and uh, <laughs> that, that those guys are about as de- they're just drunk at one o'clock on a Tuesday, <laughs> mad about the fucking Mets, so mad, so wow. mad, and they're all have the highest level of sports expertise available, according to themselves. Um, That's can- true, man. That's really funny. Can I tell you about yesterday? Yeah. Check this out. I had to do this online uh, class. It was an online class for a writing class. Yeah. And I take a bunch of them, and uh, they always take themselves very serious. And I usually take my – when I would be there, I would kind of take myself serious. I would get nervous because they would ask, like, scenarios and writing scenarios, and you'd raise your hand. It's kind of like, who's the most creative? But I guess yesterday, because I've been thinking about killing myself, I was like, I'm going to just say anything. It became very rad, dude, Castian. So uh, the guy was like – so they put up this thing, and it's an hour and a half writers, you know – all writers, you know, so everyone sends in their, sends in their ideas. And you can always see when he would read mine because he'd go, and, uh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and, uh, they were all cockamamie crazy. <laughs> and he'd always start reading them very serious and then go. So like, oh, they would ask things like, you know, he'd give you a scenario and then it's like, justify this or make this serious or, you know, and it's like portray a message. Right. And so like one of them was like, um, how would you tell a story to portray the message of abortion? Where, you know, it was like, pick, it was like abortion, climate control, all this shit. Of course I picked abortion. And then he reads it and it's like, you know, oh, and timeline. So this was like, he's also talking about in writing that it's like, it's good to have a, 
a time bomb, right? So if you're writing a story, you want the story to have like a, a need that this has to happen fast, yeah. right? So mine was abortion in the timeline. And I just, you just, you can see him raise, he goes, uh, time, uh, you go back in time to convince Hitler's mom to have an abortion because you're dating? I don't understand this. And then he <laughs> moves on, right? And then the next one was like justifying, like he was like, justify these people on what these are like, why would this person be justified in their acts, right? And it was like congressman, uh, you know, like guy who kills someone, parking attend, uh, parking ticket attendant. And he, again, he reads mine and he says, uh, parking attendant uh, gives tickets to cars because his parents were murdered by a group of rogue Honda <laughs> Civic. <laughs> and he's trying to take them out one by one, $40 at a time. And he was like, you know, these are all very good. And like, you could just see this guy coming to my answers and then just being deflated. This guy has sold movies, hundreds of movies. And yet he has to deal with this. And I was just laughing hard. So ah, that's great. That's it. That's it. That's so fun. Um, you got to watch this guy. I cut you off, Anthony. I'm no, sorry. No, no, it's okay. I don't think I'm having anything. You got to watch this guy like a fucking hawk because he's going to sell that Honda <laughs> Civic movie. Guaranteed. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. this is not good. You see him put it into a special fucking folder. That guy's selling your idea. Yeah. Guaranteed. He did like my one, though, about which I made as a joke, but he did kind of like because he didn't laugh at it. He, I wrote one in about a, is about a, uh, a church uh pastor who sells cocaine so he doesn't have to take money from his congregation and he was like oh yeah so he sells coke to rich people and he's like i i like it. he was like that's pretty good i've never heard that and i was like i mean that was just a stupid ass thing i just said but you know you're right it's kind of a good idea but anyway i'm a great idea man and uh always have been paid for this class and <laughs> i want to ask <laughs> you something my time i want to ask you something serious and we can yeah. talk about this off air if need be uh, you're making uh, uh, suicidal references. Are you feeling suicidal? Or are you, you mean just like, depressed? Um, no, I mean, it's, I don't know how to explain it because I never know how to talk about it because it's like, I know I'm not going to kill myself, but there is right. a voice every five minutes that, like, that just says, just blow your fucking brains out. I'm done. Here. Yes. I'm done with this whole yes. fucking thing. And I go yes. like, I know I'm not going to do it because it's my, the rest of my brain is keeping it in check. The rest of my brain is like, no, don't listen to that guy. That's crazy. But he's always there. But he's not like it's not real. I don't know how to talk about it because it's like I feel disrespectful because you you did try, but that voice is there. So I don't know how to talk. But I feel like talking about no, it at least voice lets me is, acknowledge it. Yes, that voice is what it is. That voice that says you have to end it. That is what it is. And I think uh, if you're feeling that, you do need to um, uh, also like you have to acknowledge that uh, that the rational side of your brain will not always be able to defeat it, you mm -hmm. know? So you have to have very concrete plans in place. Like that's how I, I oh, function to get out of it. now where it's like, where it's like, look, I, I know the rational side of my brain for the most part does all the work, but during those times when it fails and it's like, it's go time, you have to have kind of a list of steps where like it might be talk talk to tita i have yeah. to talk to tita first i can still do it but i have to talk to tita first then i have to call my mom then i have to call my therapist like that you have to have a list of things that you have to do and like a a, a strategy and that that's it's, it's very important and that's how you kind of prevent prevent yourself from ever acting on it 
There's I a just few. Wor- I'm just, I guess I'm just worried. I'm, I'm glad you're worried. I think, uh, wow, that sounded weirder than I wanted it to. Because I don't know how to express the fact that I know it's not real, but it also is real. Like, there's a few things that it has to defeat, which is, and this is going to sound silly, laziness is the first one. Like, it's yeah. like, kill yourself. It's like, well, I'm not going to go do anything. And by the time I got up to do something, it wouldn't happen. Two, it's uh, like, um, there is this other voice that's just like, no, that's, you're, you'll, it's the nihilism that keeps me going, which is fun because it's like, well, why am I going to kill myself? Because nothing matters anyway. And if you're going to be alive or dead, just be alive. And it's weird. But there is this, the only thing I ever really worry about is that I'd be on a, in front of a train one day and it just goes, just jump. And then the I would impulse, do, yes. The impulse. Yes. But I like the impulse is like, I don't think it's there, but it's been there for a long time. So I just always kind of just, I think it's just, I don't know if it's normal. I think it's just normal that you're every now and again, that you just go, well, just smash your head into this table. I, I, I think it might be normal every now and again. I'm getting the sense today that it's uh, today was heavy, abnormal levels, you know. And so I'm just worried about my yeah. friend and 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 want to make sure that there's a system in place to make make sure you don't do it. You know, and I hope you're not making fun of this or being weird. I, I, hope I, I, not I like, don't think just, you are at all. No, today I, I was just these, sad, really sad, and it was yeah, there, yeah, and it was yeah. prevalent, but. What was fun about it was knowing that I was going to come on this podcast, and then when you guys make me happy, it definitely it doesn't go; it goes away. Well, and the third thing that I would say stands in the way that, and it's the reason I get so fucking angry. I get so fucking furious when people say call suicide the coward's way out, or you know that guy was a coward, or whatever. Oh, because for because the bravest man I ever met committed suicide, but uh, the bravest thing to do. But that, that's the thing. It's like the coward's way out. Really? Kill yourself then. See yeah. how fucking easy it is. <laughs> see yeah. how, see yeah. how cowardly it is to fucking g- 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 The only reason I don't is because yeah. I'm a coward. Like, yeah. it's true. So, it's like, I'm yeah. just scared. No, no. I'm not touching I, you, that. you need more reasons than that. But I, I'm sorry I made it serious. I just no, you made enough good... jokes that I got concerned. And I want to yeah. make sure you're in a place where you know it's fine to have those feelings. But, uh, I mean, I have them a lot. And uh, it's, it's, you, you need a plan. You need a plan to deal with them, you know, like make sure it doesn't actually happen. Yeah. I got Anthony T to you and then Dan, worst case scenario. <laughs> one, one thing you need to write down on that checklist is go rollerblading with Anthony. Cause uh Oh, you bought yeah. a pair of blades. And then you're going to want to kill yourself after you see, after you see how bad I dusted you. Yeah, um, but for real, man, you can't do it unless you go you go grinding with me and you fucking grinding. go down some rails. So I don't know what you're going to do. No, but I, I, I don't mean to be funny about it, but it's like I, I am very much in the thing of like when you're thinking something, you should say it because other people are probably thinking it too, and it's okay for other people to be like, oh, that happens to me too. I well, feel that thing. too sometimes. Yeah. But I also know that this isn't suicidal ideation in the way like a lot of people who actually have it have it. You know no, what I mean? Don't, like, it's I, I not don't. utter despair, but there is this weird voice there that I kind of want to just yeah, let yeah, it, I, well, A lot of people light. might have um, or might be going through exactly what you're going through. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, yeah, why not? If they, if they listen to the podcast and they go, man, if a guy as strong as Greg <laughs> can feel those things, well, itty yeah. bitty me feels them too now. Yeah. Uh, also, don't you, you have? There's no need, and I, I don't want to be playing therapist here, but there's no. no need to 
minimize your feelings and you don't need to be like well i know people have yeah. remorse it's like no dude you're feeling that way it's fucking serious like uh you know boring think- you anthony with my taunts of demise <laughs> <laughs> no man i'm just i'm just i'm just thinking about what i'm just trying to put a price tag on this that's all <laughs> <laughs> that's you know that's how that's how you work with everything you know yeah. how much how much gonna buy that out yeah man yeah if you think that i'll lose out to suicide with my bank account you're dead wrong man what's the price tag i keeping you alive yeah man exactly name your price what's it gonna take to I'll keep give you, you that, that plus one dollar that's crazy it's funny go ahead brendan I got nothing. I th- oh no, I, you were in the middle of saying something um, thoughtful. Oh no, no, no. I, I just, I just, I just don't want you to feel like you have to justify Minimize. your feelings. Yeah, where you're like, oh, I know people have it worse. <laughs> it's like, no, man, you're feeling that way. And actually, I would imagine, given the circumstances of the world, a lot of people listening are feeling that way yeah. from day to day. So it's like, I think it's really good that you were open about it. I just want to yeah. express my concern. And make sure you're 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 feeling solid, and you know that you know if you got close to doing that, that there are things you need to do first. Yeah, yeah I really appreciate that, and I swear like I've always jack known off. Like, you gotta jack off. You gotta jack off, baby. Sometimes your balls are just too full. A lot of guys kill themselves because their balls are over full. You gotta, yeah, you gotta go down the line, man. You gotta have a chocolate cake. You gotta masturbate. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that's really it. You know, horny and hungry are the two driving. Horny, hungry, or suicidal. (laughs) Yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah. Eat a chocolate cake, masturbate, and take a nap. If you still want to do it, then talk to me. Now we got to talk. We got to talk funds. Um, We talk tuna. Let's talk tuna. How much tuna? (laughs) (laughs) Anthony's holding up a post. Nod yes or no. <laughs> that plus one dollar. Post it with, a, I think it says $110,000. Just 10000 $10,000 with a question mark. How about this? We'll start at ten grand. I like that a guy goes on to kill himself and you sit him down at your big oak desk and you slide a piece of paper. Then you just say, you write a number on that. Just write like a number a- on that. Let's get you out of this. <laughs> also, it's so unclear to me. It's so unclear to me as to whether Anthony is paying you $10,000 or if Anthony is charging you $10,000 to kill yourself. I think Anthony, you want the money, right? See, Greg has to pay you. No, 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 no. I'm, what I'm saying is I'll give you 10 grand not to do it. We're starting there. See what Anthony doesn't understand is that I, you take that money and then just have the most expensive elaborate suicide anyone's ever <laughs> yeah. had. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's, yeah, here's, you get, you, you get involved in one of those boat suicides. <laughs> here's the thing, man, if you're willing to do that with me, then you were never a friend in the first place. And that's right. <laughs> you I have been your I mean? friend. So it's like, I would never, I'm, I would never waste your money like that. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm gambling that you won't waste my money like that. I'm investing in you not to do that. Once, uh, good. Go, no, you go ahead, Greg. This note just says PlayStation 2. $35. But here's the thing, man. That, that price is dependent on the person. You know what I mean? Nice. 10 grand is what I'm starting offer for you. But if I don't know you, yeah. USB charger. We'll go How? from there. How much? A beach charger? No, a USB charger. What's it going to cost? We'll start with a USB charger. Just a person. An iPhone charger in every room. 
yeah. You know, well, that'll make your life a little bit better. Well, you never yeah, have to worry about yeah, charging. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll start. The level of sadness in my relationship to you determines the price. Anthony, I want to do a short uh, sketch series with you called Anthony Businessman, where you're in a suit <laughs> at a desk and let it go from there. <laughs> That's funny. I had yeah. to. Uh, I had to in the mental hospital one time. I had to sign a because I was I was having some bad a bad some bad times and I had to sign a a suicide contract that I wouldn't do it. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I was in a surly mood already. <laughs> and uh, surly so is I, a funny word. So I sign it and I go to the guy. I go, "What do you think this holds up in court?" <laughs> what are you what, what, what are you gonna what are you gonna sue me this is yeah. a nonsense piece of paper i'm yeah. writing and the guy goes yeah it's it's like a symbolic thing <laughs> <laughs> well they don't tell me it's a contract okay yeah. this is this is meaningless can i tell you that i always grab on to whenever those thoughts come it used to be like well not until the new captain america movie comes out right yeah. well you gotta see star wars first uh, right and now all my movies are done. Like the Marvel Universe is pretty much done until I start a new thing. Now I'm kind of like looking for shows. Like, all right, Mandalorian season two. Like, that's going to be good. You know, like, I don't know if you get those at all, but it's, uh, you know, my, my, my level of TV is like, I don't know. Uh, I could watch the Shit's Creek deleted scenes. <laughs> I will say. Uh, that's funny. I will say uh, that is maybe the biggest slap in the face to your wife a man could give uh <laughs> yeah what's keeping me alive your love for your devoted wife no just uh shit's creek outtakes can, uh can i be serious to come on board yeah. can i be serious for one second this is so stupid to say but like those thoughts come in and then my first thought that i grab is how tita would feel and how the rest of her life would be and then i go the idea of how sad she would be I, I i wouldn't be able to live with so i go all right if she goes i'll 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 do it but it's it is that sadness of like that really i know it's like too emotional to say but it really is the first thing that i go to we go oh tita would yeah. be so fucking sad eh, i want to make her that sad we'll keep it going and this is also like i know i'm not going to do it i don't know how to explain this because i know, I know it's not know there exactly but it's also there no. yes i know yeah. you don't have it's, to explain it i know what you mean you know what my go-to is but I always go, when I go through those feelings, I go, you know what? The fuck, I was gone for almost two years, and the Rad Dude cast got too crazy. It got too <laughs> crazy. It got fucking out of line. These two maniacs went so berserk. <laughs> They Not that berserk. it wasn't as good or it wasn't whatever. Like, these people, I got to keep these people out of line. They need no, me to rain them. I've listened to a oh, lot no, of I, them. I, I know, but it's so, it's so funny to me that that's just the funniest angle to me is that it's too crazy. Not that you need to keep us money coming in. <laughs> no, no. Or the podcast going. Because <laughs> I would listen. I would be at home it, locked in my parents' attic in between institutionalizations. Not locked, but yeah. self-locked. And I'd be listening to the Rad Dude cast and I'd like, I'd hit a point at like 17 minutes and be like, oh, this is where they need me. This is where they need me. It's yeah. gone because it went from hilarious to what the fuck is happening? <laughs> we, maybe Anthony and I used to have those conversations after we go, oh man, we could have used Brendan on a few of those. <laughs> oh yeah, it, definitely. 
What was Harumi uh, doing back then? I don't think he used to chime in a lot. He wasn't born he was yet. In the country. <laughs> he, wasn't um, born yet. he wasn't born yet. That's right. Uh, remember, do you guys remember in high school where they had like uh, drunk driving victims walk around as dead people? Yes, yes. What the fuck that. was going on there? <laughs> I don't know. So crazy. Different they times. A, they put a, <laughs> it was they put an a, insane idea. They put a mangled car out in front of our high school. I that mean, just looked cool. Yeah, that was the thing. It's like, and they were your friends, but like they had to like, at, at, all day you would just spend trying to break your friends who had to pretend to be dead. And they would, they would just, it was like church where they're like, would, I remember just making Christian Francisco laugh because I was just saying mean things about him after he died. <laughs> yeah. I just kept going, oh, I'm so excited to have, finally have sex with Christian's mom. <laughs> it's gonna be it's just been like a love Christian. that and he would just laugh and it was yeah. just like this is the point anytime they ever tried to do something sincere in high school it was like you don't know man you don't know what kind of jackals you're dealing with yeah gonna be no. serious christian was one of the good jocks yeah, he was like he was. a jock who was like a real sweet guy and real cool and he laughed at everything he had a good laugh he would have been you, uh, yeah, a school shooter would have been like you're cool you're cool you stay yeah you stay yeah. and what a body uh <laughs> We tried to do that with me. They, my, I think it was Colleen, who she was like involved in all the school things, and she was like an ex-girlfriend. We were like friends. She uh, picked me to be dead, and then you were supposed to walk around dead. Yeah. And then they tried to yell at me because they were like, "You didn't take this seriously. You just cut class." Of course. But what really happened was I just took a shit for an entire period. It was a real <laughs> shit that I took for the rest of the period, just baby being out on the toilet. And they tried to get me on skipping school. <laughs> using the dead kid thing as a thing i was like no man i just i just sat in the bathroom for 45 minutes because i yeah. I had my mind got my mind got away from me and also, i remember that yeah it's like i'm already dead and now you're gonna <laughs> yell at me for my 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 my, my bowels yeah yeah but, and, feel and not bad. to mention not to mention like yeah you think if i die i'm 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 gonna show up to third period American <laughs> history. Yeah. No, what no. the fuck do you think this is? I'm gonna haunt the ladies' room, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's gonna, gonna be like hollow man. underwear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the I'm the ghost of upskirts. <laughs> it was so weird. And then they would just sit there while geography class was going on, like, and you were like just expected to go through class. Like, it was just such a crazy, because I was thinking about it, if Greg, I was like, ah, how can we help Greg out? And I was like, what about Anthony's suicide theater where Greg walks around as if he's been dead the whole time? And then I was like, they made us do that in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony's suicide theater. I green light that. I green light that any day of the week. Um, now, let me ask uh, you this. I got a, uh, my phone's about to die. What are we at, Harumi? Time oh, We're over. What, Greg, hit, the, hit us with this question. Oh, um, wait, I wanted to tell you a story real quick. Do yeah. I have a minute? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, let, me, uh, like a... let me just plug before Greg's story. Uh, again, uh, DM the Rad Ducast Instagram if you want to you get with your email address, if you want to be part of the Zoom live ep episode next Monday, the 11th at 8.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Greg, take us out of here with a real doozy. Okay, but I don't know if I can take it out because I don't know how funny this is, but it's just a really nice, it's just a story I wanted to share about this girl, about Katie in high school. In eighth grade, I was in love with this girl, Amanda. I was in love with her my whole life. She, uh, and everyone was playing spin the bottle. And I was like, now is my time to kiss this girl. This is going to be great. Landed on Amanda. She refused to kiss me, right? 
And then it landed on Katie Saccone, who was like high and she was like one of the pretty girls in school, right? Lands on Katie Saccone and she goes, of course I'll kiss Greg. I would love to kiss Greg. Kissed me like three times. Wow. Back to back to back. And it was, she didn't have to do that. And I'm not saying it was, I wasn't unattractive or, not, or whatever, but what a fucking sweetheart, huh? Eighth grade being like, I always defended Katie Saccone when the, when the people would try to take her down a peg. I go, no, no, no. Katie was good, man. Because Amanda, who was like my best friend, made me feel like a fucking asshole at her birthday party. And Katie Saccone, who did not know me. This is when we were South End. This was like, right. eighth, this was before we had met North End people yet. She didn't even know who I was, but I think I made a few jokes. Uh, so I, 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 shout out to Katie Saccone if she's paying for the Patreon. Not only shout out to Katie, not only, no, this is a free app today. Uh, oh, good, good. Not only shout out to Katie not only shout out to Katie Saccone, I'd like to give a l little lecture to Amanda. Okay. Uh, here's the thing. You don't want to kiss a man. Nobody's making you kiss a man. Nobody's, nobody's forcing anything on you. But rules you hear that, are uncle? rules. You don't <laughs> sit down at the goddamn circle to play the game if you're not willing to pay the price. And that's mm -hmm. the end of story. You don't want to kiss a guy? Then don't get involved and spin the bottle. You think you're just going to sit there and only kiss him if it lands on Zach? Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. I kissed three guys. Yeah. Who I cares? Kissed We've Hagen. all kissed each other. Three times. <laughs> Ryan Hagen, I think, was my first kiss, which is upsetting now that I think it's right. <laughs> you know, I touched a, t I touched a tit. I touched, I touched a bare tit before I ever kissed a girl. Oh, that's good. Can I yeah, top you? Yeah, that's a nice move. Yeah. Can I ahead. throw a topper at you? Yeah. First kiss topper. wasn't a first kiss. I think I told this before. My brother was dating some girl, and her friend was a goth chick who wore a cape and said to me, Can you bite my neck? And the first girl I ever <laughs> kissed wasn't a bite. She asked me to bite her neck, and she had a black cape on. And I was like, All right, I did that. And then she never kissed me on the lips, and I went, What does this count as? And I'll say this, yeah. it was my first and last ever intentional bite on the check <laughs> bite that wasn't like a, a sexy move. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. a vampire bite. Yeah, I would hope so. I would yeah. hope you weren't just going around biting people <laughs> for most of your life. <laughs> I never understand. My first kiss, uh, it was my grandma, like all the time when I was younger. She would always kiss me on the lips. Yeah, family doesn't count. But oh, really? the lips is odd. Yeah, my Uncle yeah. Neil used to kiss me on the lips, which looking back, I'm like, that's like a thing. But he's great. Uncle Neil's the best. But like my Italian family kissed everyone. My dad kissed me on the lips. I remember the yeah. day my dad on his lip, I saw he had a fever sore and I went and he kissed me on the lips and I went, well, that's going to be a problem. And I was like six and I got fever <laughs> sores on my lips after that. I said, my dad gave me herpes. The, uh, that's the, that's it, shit, Joey. Let, let's get that on record for the way. The, <laughs> the Irish equivalent of the Italian family kiss on the mouth is uh, our, our fathers uh, literally never touch us. I've never touched, <laughs> I've never made any type of contact whatsoever with my father. Not once. Uh, we've never touched. Mm. So. You know what's so weird about the Irish? What? A lot. Don't mind, yeah, a lot. But you guys don't mind getting your feelings out in terms of limericks, but you'll never say it to each other. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So that's why. That's why we had to come up with the limerick. Like, <laughs> yeah, there, one, there once was there once was a dad yeah. named Paul. Uh, he had a son who was small. He wouldn't give him a hug. The kid turned to drugs, and now, <laughs> fuck. No, but you're yeah, hundred percent, man. It's like you you'd be like, I won't say this to your face, 
Oh, write it down in a stanza. That <laughs> was so straight. Yeah. That's yeah. why you guys are such great writers. All right, I, I didn't know that. I, I got right. to char- charge up, my you friend. I know. All right, what's he guys a metal like? factory. Good episode. <laughs> we All right. call this Anthony's Metal Factory, I'd say. Yeah. Or, or, uh, I'll Ed- say. Or Greg Watch. No, I like this Metal Factory because that was the most fun part. Okay, I think yeah. the suicide thing at the end is a real fun twist for everyone. No, it was great. I always wanted to have Lena Dunham on the podcast, so this was remarkable. I was the well, king. Well, that's the one that's going to put me off the roof. Bam, I slam Anthony Jan. <laughs> I was the king of uh, I was the king of Suicide Watch because when they put me on Suicide Watch, the guy. So there's just a guy in your room all night, right? And uh, I go, "Hey, man, what happens if you what happens if you fall asleep?" And he goes, I get fired. And I go, this is, this is all kinds of fucked up. I go, listen, we're going to the day room. I'm going to sleep in the recliner. You watch TV all night. How's that? And he goes, are you serious? I go, of course I'm serious. I'm going to have a guy sitting in the room in the dark all night? What are you, I'm suicidal, not some kind of bastard. And this guy, I got special treatment from that yeah. guy the whole rest of the time. What is that? You're going to let a guy sit there in the fucking room like an asshole? And then. I've never really asked you this. That's that was hilarious. And maybe just think of this like, was it kind of weird for you? Because I'll get like this on planes, but like, because you walked in there and you were like, I'm going to be the most famous person in here. And then you saw that athlete and you were like, fuck. Well, I mean, like, I mean, I'm not famous, you know? And so so I was the most famous person in there till he came. Oh, okay, okay. So I was like, I mean, I'm not famous at all, obviously, but no one else had been on TV, you know? And yeah, I mean, and so I was the man, and then he comes up, and basically, what, and this is totally true, it's almost like a prison type rule. There was this one like luxurious fucking leather, this giant leather like recliner in the day room. Yeah. And like that was known as mine. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then and then he came and it was like unsaid that just like mm, that's his now that's his. more credits he's in the yeah, nfl that's, he, that's his chair that's the top guy's chair it's known oh so, man top dog great. that's a top <laughs> dog chair that's, yeah that's can awesome. i can i tell you talking about top dog and dick contest uh, man, I'm currently upset because I was like, I want to get into interviewing people of things I like too. So I messaged this toy reviewer and uh, has not gotten back to me. And I'm like, are you, are you serious? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do I got to do in this? And then, yeah, I think he might have more followers than me, but it's like, I have a certain set of skills <laughs> yes. that I have oh, worked on and honed. And this guy isn't going to get back to me. You opened, I mean, like, he, I actually do like him, so I don't want to shit on him too much. Maybe he didn't see the message. But it's like, you should be chomping at the bit, dude. I work at the goddamn, I used to be a comedian. I used to be a comedian <laughs> yeah. before I became, not, now I'm nothing, but I used to be a comedian. All right. No, you're a podcast. You're a podcast host. Liaison. Uh, uh, liaison, entertainment liaison. Yeah, like that guy's fans are all these toy guys now. I could bring him into real i want to bring action figures into the mainstream right Right. i'm the connection i'm the connect yeah well anyway fucked up 